Welcome to Chicana and Latina Moms Podcast. This space is created for all my Chicana and Latina sisters. I will touch base on mental health awareness to be able to help you understand different ways of implementing self-care and self-love. And also to remind you, que no estás sola. I want to also let you know that this is an evolución. Unidas creamos cambio, pero solo con acción. Hey, my Chicana and Latina sisters, please do not forget to leave a review and give me your feedback. I would really appreciate it. This also helps other new listeners know what we're about. Gracias. Welcome, my Chicana and Latina moms, chingonas, como están? How are you? I hope you're having a beautiful day. And even if you are not, it is okay to not be okay. I will always repeat that to remind you that sometimes we're going to feel not so good. But as long as then we are able to implement a technique, a breathing technique, meditation, walking, running, exercising, drinking water, whatever it is that helps you feel better, bring that back into your life. You know what works for you. So don't forget. So my beautiful ladies, moms, um, and even if you're not a mom, you're so welcome because maybe you have plans of becoming a mom later. <laughs> Who knows? Um, we all have that mother instinct in us. I know some might say, well, not all of them because they mistreat their kids. You're right. Not all of them. And it's so sad that they are suffering in that manner in which they're not being, they're not able to be present with their own children. But thank you again for being here. Um, I do want to let you know that I started another podcast and that is targeting my brothers and my sisters, Chicanos and Latinos. Um, I wanted to also target men, my brothers out there to be able to provide um, tips on how to be able to implement mental health, self-care, self-love. Um, they are going to be very different topics. I'm not going to do the same ones on both that wouldn't know. <laughs> There's similarities, but they're not going to be exactly the same, of course. So you can follow me or find me on iTunes, Spotify, on Anchor as La Chicana Big Sister Mentor. So you can, if you like, of course, los invito. Si quieren, si no quieren, pues it's okay. <laughs> but you can find me as La Chicana Big Sister Mentor. So in today's episode, I am going to talk to you about insecurities of us women as moms and how to overcome them. I'm, I'm going to share certain things that I've had because I have insecurities too. Everyone does, you guys. Everyone does. And I'm okay in sharing that with you um, because that's the way we learn, right? And there's three categories that I'm going to focus on in talking about these insecurities. And they're going to be beauty, relationships, and intellectual ability, the intelligence that sometimes we doubt. There's a lot of insecurities, even for men, right? 
So let's not forget that. Every human being, um, when you're able to have this sense of, oh, they have something better than me, um, it wakes up in different ages. It could be at age 9, 10. There's a lot of young girls who start seeing you know, these ads on TV and magazines of having a thin body. And there's a lot of young kids who refuse to eat because they don't want to gain weight or they've gained weight and they get bullied and there's an impact in their self-esteem. So I think as mothers, right, um, we set an example to our children, even if they're females or males, it doesn't matter, whatever gender, um, we do make an impact. Sometimes this, I think this is what we tend to do, you guys, that we behave a certain way in front of our kids that we don't realize, yet they realize. And then when we see them doing something that we don't like of the way they're doing it, they're actually at some point mimicking us and they're not telling you or maybe they will tell you, well, that's how you do it. And you're like, wait a minute. Oh my God, yes, I do. So we have to be very mindful of that. We're not going to be perfect. If we're mindful, that's good enough. And we implement a change. But just if you find yourself putting yourself in this, I'm going to be perfect. I have to be perfect. Trying to be perfect is actually considered insecure. Because you're insecure of something. You you don't want people to see the true color of you. And I understand, not that everyone, you have to tell everyone your whole story. But I do want to remind you that everybody, even if you come across to a person, to a mom, to a male that perceives themselves as like very put together, no, there's insecurities. There's insecurities. We put up a front sometimes, you guys. We put up a front, okay? So let's start off by touching base on beauty. We can all relate, right? Beauty, this category is by far the biggest insecurity of us women. It is, right? I know everyone's very different. Everyone's going to choose to go get plastic surgery, a tummy tug. Everyone's going to do something to make themselves feel better. And kudos to whoever does it, whatever you feel works for you. You just have to be very careful of the doctors you go to. And, um, you know, it's just, it, I think it becomes an obsession that when you get something done, you're like, okay, if I did that, I can do more. And, you know, we've seen many tragedies to where, you know, people die in a surgery room because the body can only take so much. So be very careful with that. Um, But you can be insecure of your nose. Um, You can be insecure of your eyes, your eyelashes, your cheeks. And I'm talking about your cheeks and your face. (laughs) No las pompis. Vota las pompis también. Um, Your legs, your arms, because you're either hairy or not that hairy. And there's not a lot of hair coming out. And there's bald spots in her head. Um, What else? I mean, it could be so many things, just physic, your, our physical appearance. 
that we can feel insecure about. Las lonjas, las lonjitas que nos salen, you know, um, because we eat or because we had children. You guys, if you just had a baby and you look at yourself in a mirror and you're talking smack about yourself in your mind and just doubting yourself and you just had a baby, like, be patient with your body healing. It carried a baby. There's a lot of beautiful transformations that happen within your body. Beautiful, but then we can say like, Ugh. I get it, you guys. When I was pregnant with my sons, um, oh, <laughs> I get it. My breasts were like size double E. I never knew that existed. I never knew double E existed. I've heard of double D, but then I thought of E. What? I look like a cow or even a worse. It just looked, I did not like it. Me personally, the pregnancy stage of how people or women say it was so beautiful. Like I understand like the beautiful, like you see the your belly growing and you see your baby moving. For me, like it, I just like didn't like it. I felt so disconnected with myself and uh, I did. I felt so ugly, but not to the point where I got depressed or anything like that, right? Thank God. But I just didn't feel me. And that's just part of it. Of course, it's going to change. Your body's changing, right? Now I get it. But I honestly, I couldn't even wear shirts because I looked so deformed. Like it's just, my breasts were so huge. But then after this, se desinflan, right? <laughs> se desinflan and they sag and it's not the same anymore. But it's all worth it because we love our kids. But, you know, I think for us moms in which our, when our body has gone through so much, there is going to be a change, especially obviously in our breasts, in our tummy, right? Um, yes, many people can say you can do, you know, you can work out you know, and, and work on your, your belly. Sometimes some like stretch marks don't always like, just don't go away. We can kind of help them fade, um, or laser and do all these other things. Right. Um, but for some moms who feel insecure of having stretch marks, love your stretch marks, just love them. It's a stamp of love of having a baby. And many can say, well, I have stretch marks not because I had a baby. I have stretch marks because I ate a lot. Um, love them either way. They're not going to go anywhere. Might as well just love them and appreciate them. You can transform your body. I think this is the most magnificent thing, you guys, as we are able to transform our body. Just how we were able to transform it to gain weight, we can transform it to lose it or tone our body. And I was thinking this the other day, because when I think of the word working out, I just, I don't like it. Or exercising, I think that's what ended up happening with time. I'm not sure, but this is just the way I took it. You know, you have to work out your body. You have to exercise. We use those two terms, words, to, you know, to move our body. So I've changed that term in my mind. I changed it to uh, moving my blood cells. <laughs> I know it sounds kind of corny or weird, but that's the way in my mind. I, I have to move my blood stream, my blood cells. I have to move them. I have to move my blood. 
I have to circulate it. That's just how I have to tell myself because then if I see it in that deeper, meaningful manner that I'm creating an impact within my bloodstream, it's just different for me. I hope that helps for some of you, but I can't say I'm going to go work out or I need to go exercises. No, I don't need to. I get to exercise. There's a big difference by saying I want to or I have to. It's like, no, we get to work out. We are able to get up and move and be independent. You're able to go and shower by yourself. You're able to wash your face. You're able to do your makeup. It's not like we we get, you know, like we, um, we, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that be careful with how you say it, that it's just more like a force, like an, ob- like, ugh, an obligation and like have to. No, you, we get to, right? The nose, if you're insecure of your nose, yes, there's the options of getting surgery. I'm not here to ever impose that, by the way. But I'm just saying that if you feel that it's not something you're going to do, then just love your nose. I think it's just each, all of the nose, imagine we all have the same nose. Our face like wouldn't even match. So <laughs> they wouldn't match. You have your nose based on your genes, right? Of your ancestors. Do your work. I came across this TikTok video of this um, young girl. Her nose was is like, you know, a little bit like big and that's okay because they're small medium big noses that's okay um and she was embracing her nose she was loving her nose and she went back to the pictures of her ancestors and they all had the same shaped nose i thought it was so awesome love your body that is the only body you have are you gonna continue to live through life just like like criticizing it and shaming it when that's at the end of the day that's the only body you have you can transform it like i said you can we can get abs if we want but we choose not to (laughs) right because it's so hard it's so hard but then we have to really look in deeper as to what have we gone through in our lives who criticized us at some point growing up to where we think that our beauty is ugly no you're beautiful, no matter how you look. It doesn't matter. You are beautiful. You have something that other people don't have. And if you're comparing yourself, I'm sorry if you're hearing background. My husband's washing dishes. Está haciendo ridero. But um, if you compare yourself to actresses, right, on TV, new, on magazines or commercials, whatever, they are using a, how can I say it? A cookie cutter. They get to choose what type of size, waist, color, skin. I mean, they are literally in control, okay? But God created all of us differently, right? And we individually are in control of embracing loving how we look right when I was little you guys um I felt ugly you know there's a stage I think I don't know if it's a 13 14 15 years old stage where your teeth (laughs) los dientes están más grande que tu cara 
like your teeth are just bigger than your face as you're like there's a certain age that happens I felt so ugly I literally pray to God God make me pretty (laughs) I don't know and that's the thing I never grew up hearing my mom or my dad or anyone telling me I was pretty so And I think sometimes that is needed to tell our kids, you look handsome, you look pretty, but we don't want to make that a priority and be like, you're pretty, you're pretty, you're pretty. And then we don't highlight you're worthy, you're amazing, you're intelligent, right? So being cautious with that. Uh, Because many, some of us didn't even hear we were intelligent. And so we doubted ourselves. And we'll get to that in a little bit when I talk about the intellectual ability. But when it comes to beauty, I think that it has a lot to do with those negative labels that were given to us, especially in our culture, you guys, where we are shamed. La flaca. I grew up being called flaca. Um, Huesos. Esqueleto. (laughs) One of my aunts would call me that, by the way. Um, And, you know, it says gordo, gorda, chonchis. Like, we just start giving nicknames to our relatives based on their appearance. And I think that creates a lot of shame. Um, so we have to be very careful when we do that to our kids or any other family members. Or no comes. They're not calling on flack or whatever. No comes. Ira, comete un taco. You know, like comments like that just bring shame into a person. Into a child. And into a person too. Because, you know, it's being said. To, oh, estás engordando. Mira que gordita. Um, I gained weight when my mom sent me to Mexicali. And one day I will share with you guys the story behind that. <clears throat> But my mom sent me to Mexicali for three months thinking I was never going to come back. But I gained so much weight. I ate tortillas, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I, I was a, Oh, my God. I gained so much weight when I was a teenager. But I lost it right away. Good. Because I just didn't like it. But again, this is what I'm saying. If you don't like the way you look, work out. Do something um, to make you feel good. And if you feel like, well, you know, I've heard women say, you know, I have a flat butt. And... um. And I don't like it. Hey, they sell these like underwears with esponjas. Don't be shamed. I mean, you don't want to over-exaggerate to where you could see that it's not real. But there's some that I just give you a little bit. I mean, there's so many things that you can do. But at the end of the day, embrace it. Love your butt. No matter what shape, size it is. Okay? It is yours. It belongs to you. Are you going to wait for people to give you that validation? To tell you, okay... Let me give you a green light to let you know it's okay to have that type of body. No, give it to yourself. Give it to yourself. So we all have insecurities. But we have to be mindful of not being stuck and just living a life of shaming our body. Okay? We can take care of it. We should take care of it, I should say. We get to take care of it, which is a great thing. And some, unfortunately, just don't have that, you know, to be able to take care of it because they can't bathe themselves. They can't just do the, and it's just so sad, you know, and I think, who knows, everyone's journey is different, right? But when it comes to beauty, um, I think beauty is you being a, a wonderful, amazing human being from the inside and out. It's not just the outside, you guys. It's how you treat people. I think that is beauty. The other is relationships. 
Women can often feel insecure and struggle with the idea of being wanted in a relationship. Oh, in a relationship. How many times in your life were you rejected? How many times did you compare yourself with either other relationships? Oh, her husband is like this and mine is not. Oh, you know, this is how um, they show themselves love and I never had that. Or they're in a marriage and even even though they have problems to work it out, that's so awesome and I'm over here like divorced. Or I'm, I'm a single mother. That It's okay. It's okay. And when I'm talking about relationships, yes, it, with a partner, but also the relationship you have within yourself. Because that's also an insecurity. Because you, if you start downing yourself and you start comparing like, oh, she looks like this or she has this and she has that and I don't. That, that's very dangerous. That's a, a very dangerous, dangerous place to be. And, um, we're, we all have been there. I've been there. You guys, I have been there where I'm just like, sometimes I've compared myself. I'll be watching TV and I'll be like, Oh my God, I wish I had that. Or I wish I was like that. And then I check myself like, why am I doing this? Here I go again. Like, stop it. I have to put myself on check. And that's, it happens to all of us. It will continue to happen, but we just have to continue just to nip it in the butt. If you at some point were rejected in your life, just remember rejection is God's protection. I've said this before and remind yourself, reminding yourself, wait a minute, I'm able to create a very beautiful relationship with myself. What is stopping me? What is stopping me in my life to not have a good relationship with myself? And then this is again where you have to do the digging, right? So I'm actually going to start a workshop and it's going to be for free. Um, And in this workshop, we're going to do a lot of self-growth. So stay tuned with that. I'm still working on it and I will post it on Instagram um, on the Chicana underscore Latina podcast. And, uh, and I'm going to do it for free. Um, because I feel that in this time of where we're at, it's needed. And I normally don't do a lot of free workshops because I like to make, um, the income to be able to one, donate to kids in need, but I'll probably maybe just do a donation. You can pay whatever it is you feel you want to pay because I still want to be able to donate to those kiddos in these programs. So this is what I'm telling you, like stay tuned because I'm still trying to figure out something, but it is going to be either free or just based on donation. Um, so back to what I was saying. And the reason I was saying that is because there's a lot of amazing things that I already have ideas on activities to do, um, like challenges that we can do together and we will come back and revisit them. It's just, and it's just going to be amazing. I'm very excited about it, by the way, because I really love the idea of how we would come back and grow together. So stay tuned for that. But going back to what I was saying about the relationship with yourself, asking yourself what's stopping you, ¿Quién no te está dejando crecer? Who is not allowing you to grow? 
You can be in a relationship and if you're with a partner who's insecure and they see you happy and and, and striving for beautiful things in your life and they just do not like it, oh, that's a very tough one to, that's a tough place to be. But it's important for you to communicate with your partner. This is how I feel when you you, when you say these certain things and how can we help each other, you know, succeed. Because I want to help you succeed, but can you help me succeed? It's just about the communication. But again, if you have a difficult time opening up in that manner with your partner, then that means that your relationship is not strong enough for you to feel vulnerable or open. And that's not a good, safe place for you to be. And if you feel like, well, I don't know what to do because, you know, my partner doesn't want to cooperate. Well, then you, you don't wait for your partner to change. You start healing in your journey, in your way, because when we heal we do contaminate our partners. It's, it's contagious. And you might think, well, I don't know. I've lost hope. I don't think my partner will change. Don't ever say people will never change because people, we change. Human beings, we evolve. We change even if we don't want to because the universe, God, life itself forces us to change. So whenever we hear they're never going to change, be very careful with that because that means you already lost hope. And if you lose hope on yourself and other people, God be with us. <laughs> and he is. He's, he'll be with us. But I'm just saying like it just becomes more challenging because you already put your, you already took yourself to a dead end street. When in reality, you can make a U-turn and go to a different route. <laughs> okay. So when it comes to relationships and insecurities, just be mindful. I think the key word in this episode when talking about insecurities would be just be mindful. Be mindful of when you find yourself feeling insecure and why it is that you're putting yourself less in a situation and, and comparing yourself with other relationships or comparing yourself or telling yourself, I've had many relationships in my life. I've dated and I've been rejected. Like they just ghost me and they don't call me back. If they don't call you back, it's not even about you. And you might think it is. It is, right? You might think like, it is about me. It's something about me that I said. It's just, you're not a match for them. They have some high expectations um, that didn't meet, but they can be false expectations. Remember, as human beings, we have these high expectations about people. So when, and it could be a lie. It could be like, oh, I want a person like this, this, and that. But that list that you create for you based on your expectations don't even match because when in reality you're probably not even going to like it but we create these expectations based on what we think the only way we're going to know what kind of person is good for us is obviously by living with that person and and learning together and strengthening strengthening the relationship together I've have I have an episode and I don't remember what number it is, but I think it was season one. Yes, season one. Um, it's one of my f- uh, first episodes, and I talk about my marriage and the struggles that I went through. We think of okay, you get married, it's so beautiful, family gets together for the party, blah blah blah. blah years go by, and then boom, like you're in a situation where it's like. I don't know if I want to be in this relationship anymore. We've all had that. And if there's anyone that ever tells you different and they perceive it as their relationship is perfect, they're lying to you. 
They're lying to you. But again, people don't always, you know, marriages, you don't always have to share with people your problem. And I highly recommend don't. Because once you tell people your problems of your relationship, um, they start to either instigate in many ways. I don't know. I chose to. I chose to share this with you in this platform to see um, who can relate. And, and I'm sure, and there was a lot, by the way, um, because it's not easy to be in a relationship. But other than that, when it comes to my marriage, I don't go around sharing everyone like my husband got on my nerves today because of this. Or, you know, that I don't know. I just keep all that separate. And many of my platforms, I will share pictures of my kids and my and my husband, but not as much because they're private to me. They are they're private to me. And I will share as much as I want to share. And that is okay. The same thing with you. You don't have to share. If you have a platform on Instagram, Facebook, or whatever, and you feel like, oh, I have to share a lot of my life just to get more views and more likes, then you're on the wrong path. Do it because you really want to, not just for views. Um, and if people judge you or not, who cares? Que digan mesa, como dicen. So when it comes to relationships, know that there's a reason why a relationship didn't work in the past. Okay? If you at some point feel like, oh, well, I miss my boyfriend from who knows how many years ago and life would have been so much better with him. No. There's a reason why he or your partner or she is no longer in your life. Expired. It's like you throw a gallon of milk and you're like, oh, pero quiero leche. Ah, le me coqueta leche. Está toda cojada. Está hecha a perder. No. Yeah. There's some sort of healing. Yeah. This, yeah. Desquítate. Quítatelo de la mente. Like, forget about him. Love yourself more than like you've never loved yourself. Honestly. That's just my input. The next one I'm going to talk about is intellectual ability. That imposter syndrome kicks in. Como que agarrate que ahí voy. Like, oh, like you doubt yourself. Am I really smart enough? Do people really care what I have to say? I've said that to myself. I was like, do people really care what they want? What, like what I have to say? Like I really share this with my open heart. And even though I'm like, oh, I love it. I love it. Y me aviento así a panzazos, like with an open heart. I still have this thought of like, do they really care what I have to say? And it's so crazy because the days and the times that I've actually have told myself that, like the next day, I'll get a message from one of you and or some of you, I should say, where, thank you, I love your podcast. And it's just like, thank you for letting me know. Thank you for hearing me out and for letting me know that, you know, you like my content um and it's just i think that's just how life is honestly anytime you doubt yourself in your intelligence there's going to be a situation um and you can see it as like god putting it there for you or the universe however you want to perceive it but it's going to be brought into your life to show you hey noke you were doubting yourself i'm here's a test you can do this Think about how many times in the past 
you have been able to accomplish many things because of your intelligence. You are an intelligent, even though you can say, oh, I'm a stay-at-home mom, you're still intelligent. You have to be creative. You're the nurse, you're the therapist, right? You're the chef, you're the cleaning lady. Like we have all of these roles in our lives. I am like, I can't say in a percentage-wise way, but I am like a stay-at-home mom slash entrepreneur. Like I am in both roles and I love it. I love to clean. I love to cook. I love um, to take care of my kids. I love to spend time with my husband. Costco runs, you know, those are fun. Um, But then I also like to put my energy and my time into my business with my clients, creating content. I just, and I just love that. So it's just figuring out in your way of how you could understand and accept your intelligence. One is by positive affirmations for for you to remind yourself how intelligent. Think of those situations, that I, like I said earlier, of things that you've done that has helped you because of your intelligence, okay? And when you're surrounded in a place where you feel like, oh, that person has a higher degree than me, and you automatically go into this insecurity of like feeling less, the imposter syndrome, te agarra bien fuerte, and like you're like there. Um, just remind yourself, every single human being, no matter with a degree or not, we're all intelligent. We're all intelligent. We all have different levels of skills in different areas. Okay? And just like a person who is street smart. They're so smart. And yet they don't have a degree, but they can navigate in knowing how to communicate and convince someone to buy something. I personally suck at that. And that's I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm not so good at like... Um, uh, convincing people to buy something, you know, when puro verbo, como dicen. I, I'm going to share this with you. I used to work at a jewelry store. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Crescent Jewelers back in the days. So I used to work there. And um, the manager uh, would tell us, like, okay, you know, make sure you, because it was out of um, commission. We had to make commission. So me and my friend, we kind of really kind of sucked at it because I got out of the job there. And it was so funny because people would come up and they would want to buy something. <laughs> I always remember this. One time this one, um, I think it was this lady came in and I told my friend, like, tuve, because yo no soy muy buena para eso. Yo le echaba las ganas, pero la mera verdad, like, I was a young adult and just had gone out of high school. And I was just like, not my thing. So I sent her and I'm like, tuve, correle, tuve. And she's like, Ay, okay, fine. So she goes, the, the lady wanted to see like a bracelet or a necklace. And my friend, she's like, no, sabe que? No, oiga, sabe que? Esta no está buena. Mejor, mejor no la compre aquí. Está muy caro. Vaya a estar downtown LA. Oh my God. And I told her, por eso no nos dan el commission. <laughs> We suck at this. So when it comes to like convincing people, it's not my thing. I love to connect with people heart to heart. Like I love that. I just love that and that I can do and how to share knowledge and inspire and remind you of your worth. Like I just love that. 
you know? And I do it to myself, obviously, too, because, pues, a veces, como digo, no, I'm not perfect, but I also try to implement it on myself. It wouldn't be smart enough for me to say, like, I do it to other people and not to me. Sometimes we can't do that to where it's more about, you know, speaking to people and then you kind of like leave yourself out be cautious with that okay but um if you're surrounded with people and you feel like you're always making yourself feel less try yourself to put yourself in this pattern of nipping that in the butt okay you have a potential that the other person doesn't have and yet that doesn't make you better than them and that doesn't make them less it's just just that's just how we are. This is the beauty of it, how we network with each other, how you get to ask and communicate and create a beautiful relationships with other women, other moms, because they want to learn something you have and vice versa is exchanging knowledge, you know, teaching skills. It's just amazing. And I hope that, you know, the next time you're at work, if the boss asks a question and you're in a meeting, um, just remind yourself you're smart. There's never a stupid question, by the way. And you know what? I also want to add you guys, I'm telling you this. There's going to be times when you're in a conversation, and I think this is part of anxiety, to where you're in a conversation and then you leave the conversation and you replay that conversation like 20 times or who knows how many times because you felt like you probably came across insecure or maybe you came across as rude or you came across as like like you can be leaving a conversation telling yourself like oh my god I didn't sound assertive I probably you know you doubt yourself excuse me be very careful with that nip that in the butt and remind yourself no I was comfortable in the conversation I felt that what I said was right and I'm going to be okay with that like you have to do this self-talk because it's going to happen with classmates um, co-workers, maybe with friends or family. It, I've been there myself, trust me. And it's just, oh, it's so frustrating and annoying. But it's at the same time, remind yourself, why does that happen to me? And for me, I was able to understand because I've gone through emotional abandonment, traumas um, in my life where I was called pendeja a lot. I was criticized and yes by my mom a lot and that affected me tremendously now when I am in a different place I'm not saying that I'm perfect again but I understood why that was happening so you have to work it out on your way to figure out like what labels were given to me growing up to where my insecurities of my intelligence is present right now and how am I going to change that okay so there's always going to be insecurities but we just want to make sure we nip them in the butt and you have to at some point at your pace of course implement self-affirmations i am smart i am kind i am loving i am important i came across um and i'm going to share this here i did share it on my other podcast but i'm going to share this little part here um about this tiktok call we we heal together She's on TikTok and she made this video stating to say, I love you and then your name. So for me, the way I've been saying it to myself here and there is I love you, Amapola. I love you, Amapola. And it sounds so weird for me to even say my own name. I've 
because growing up, I never really liked my name. But now I'm, you know, I'm trying to have a relationship with myself and loving my name because I go by Paula because I changed it when I was in fifth grade. And everyone pretty much knows me by Paula and rare the people that call me Amapola. But I'm honoring that and I'm taking it in. So I've been telling myself that statement because I didn't hear that growing up. I did not hear, I love you, Amapola. It was more like, you know, silent love. So I know many of you can relate to that. And we're here together, you guys. Somos chingonas. We're going to make this happen. We're going to rise together. Calladitas no more. We're going to heal because we owe it to ourselves. We owe it to our kids. We owe it to our community. So... I hope you're able to implement these techniques that I talked to you about um, and continue to learn more. Read books, attend workshops, many things. Stay tuned for the workshop that I'm working on, by the way, um, and hopefully you're able to attend. But that's pretty much it. My beautiful chingonas here on Chicana and Latina Moms podcast. Thank you so much for listening to me. Les deseo todo lo mejor, never, ever give up. And if there's times where you just can't, then ask for help. And it's okay to not be okay. Take a deep breath and implement what you have known has worked for you in the past. Okay? Gracias y se cuidan. Adios. Gracias por escuchar. Thank you so much for tuning in the Chicana and Latina Moms podcast. You can find me on Instagram at... Chicana underscore Latina Moms Podcast. And also, don't forget to leave a review. Gracias.